Welcome to Adobe Experience Makers, a show about Asia-Pacific's digital leaders in creativity, marketing, and business. Each episode, we speak to the champions of digital transformation who are shaping the world of customer experience as we know it, as they share their personal insights, stories, and ideas. I'm Siva Ganeshanandan, APAC Director for Adobe Experience Cloud. I'm Janie Lin, APAC Senior Marketing Director for Adobe's digital media business. Today we're going to be talking about accessing entertainment in emerging markets. Being based in Singapore, how do you consume your favorite media, Janie? Oh, that's really interesting. I hardly watch any more television. It's mainly through digital channels, whether it's on my mobile, my iPad or the desktop. And in terms of watching it with uh, your family, is it, do you watch together or do you find yourself watching different screens at different times? I think other than the occasional special occasion, like our National Day Parade or the elections or an amazing football game, most of the time we are consuming information that we want to consume on our own private screen. As you travel around the region, have you had difficulties in accessing the content when you're, when you're not in somewhere like Singapore? Yeah, if I'm going to a region like Sydney and Hong Kong, I don't think it really makes a difference. I do whatever I do back home and uh, I just assess the channels that I go to usually. But if I'm traveling around the region and there are, like, as you know, in developing countries, there are different levels of readiness in the network connection, then I, I probably will not have the same level of uh, of experience when I'm viewing especially video content. So yes, around the region, it is difficult to get access to content, especially video content when you're outside the big metro cities or places like Singapore. And on today's show, we'll find out how it's possible to bring entertainment to all of Southeast Asia and in particular, Malaysia. Interestingly, I find that um, I get a lot done while I'm on the road. Uh, so in, in emerging markets here, uh, traffic jams can be notorious. You can be spending an hour on the road, and then of course you're at the airport and uh, on flights. And, and that's where I catch up on all the uh, 10 shows that I usually have downloaded on my phone. That's the best way of consuming iFlix, I find. That's Azran Osman Rani, CEO of iFlix Malaysia, the largest video on demand player in a region where millions of people have poor internet download speeds that struggle to hit even one megabyte per second. Unlike Netflix and Amazon Prime, iFlix specifically targets emerging markets, an area in which Azran gained deep experience in a role in which I first met him as CEO of AirAsia X. There's certainly a lot of similarity between um, innovating low-cost, long-haul with AirAsia X and with introducing a video-on-demand service for the mass market in uh, with iFlix. First, uh, both are consumer-facing services addressing the mass market. Uh, second, uh, you are trying to get people to get excited about something they want, they may not necessarily need. So whether it's a long haul vacation to a faraway destination, uh, or great entertainment at your fingertips. Uh, and third is being able to deliver that in a brand experience uh, that connects with a consumer emotionally, in their own language, um, and, uh, you know, with an interface that, uh, you know, they feel comfortable and suited to them. At the helm of AirAsia X, Azran and his team rolled out several innovations, new benefits to delight a growing middle class seeking a better flight experience. 
creating valuable experiences for airline customers has carried Azran onto his work at iFlix, where he says it's about understanding the mass market customer. In emerging markets, firstly, they don't have high-speed broadband. So we needed to be able to um, deliver our video streaming service uh, in a way where someone with a sub one megabit per second 3G mobile network can still enjoy it without a buffered experience. And even if you could solve that, uh, customers may not want to use up their precious limited data quota to, to just stream content. And so we're pretty much one of the first to find a way to enable them to download their shows while they're on public Wi-Fi, for example, so that they can watch it on their commute, on the train ride back, or even on a low-cost flight without incurring data charges. Uh, so those were some of the uh, initial ways that we created a product that appeals to them. And then you get to the point of, well, how do you pay for this? Because for most people in emerging markets, they do not have credit cards. They do not have online banking services. Uh, even though e-commerce is growing here very rapidly, the main payment mechanism is still cash on delivery. And of course, you can't do that with a video streaming service. And so we had to find ways of um, making it affordable, but also something that they can uh, find ways of uh, paying for that. And, and that, for example, was through our telecommunications partners, because everybody has prepaid credit or postpaid line. And integrating with our telco partners allowed us to uh, address that issue. So it is about being and experiencing the lifestyle of your consumers and understanding where they might be using your product or service and, and tailoring how you offer and how you market it as well. A good example is, um, you know, there are various um, digital apps out there for uh, driving and navigation. And, and that might be a great way of advertising your entertainment to keep your kids occupied while you're on a three hour drive um, in, in the countryside. You know, so kind of understanding how they, they would use your product and, and finding ways of um, talking to them uh, at, these, at these moments. Staying nimble for change and open to new market opportunities have become a trademark for Azran in business and in life. It's a mindset that's reflected in his official title, Dragon Keeper of the Tao. In Taoism, the dragon is the keeper of the spiritual side of the Tao, and the tiger is the keeper of the physical side of the Tao. And, you know, so you always have the contrast, the yin and yang. As the Iflix Dragon Keeper of the Tao, um, my main mission is building on and keeping the culture of Iflix. And so keeping that culture alive is a big part of scaling and building a consistent way of working across these different geographies and regions and you know hundreds of people that come on board. We have to make sure that we define our culture explicitly, the behaviors, the values, um, what we appreciate at iFlix and what there is in space uh, to do at iFlix and, and how do we evangelize and communicate and share it with people who first when they join us and how do we keep reinforcing that throughout their tenure at iFlix. So 
Um, we felt that it was important that we had a senior member of the team being directly responsible for making sure that culture doesn't get lost in the myriad of daily tasks and projects uh, that we quickly find ourselves in. Culture plays a pivotal role, not just within iFlix as an organization, but within the region, where content needs to do more than just pass as respectful and appropriate. It needs to be finely tuned and genuinely appealing. Culture is a big part of all of these societies. Uh, take, for example, being a primarily Muslim country, uh, Malaysia, Indonesia, Brunei, it was important for us to edit and censor our shows so that it's relevant and reflects the values of these consumers. Uh, interestingly, for example, having done that when we first started in Malaysia, it allowed us to enter Indonesia and be received by the governments and by the telecommunication partners when other international players were being blocked uh, because they didn't appreciate that censorship is not merely an issue of parental controls, it is a cultural issue. And this was also something that allowed us to connect with a lot of the markets in the Middle East. And interestingly, even in Vietnam, because the central government there is also quite sensitive about exposing their citizens to sort of unfiltered television entertainment content from around the world. So this is an example of you know, understanding that these are the values in the markets that we operate in and we've got to adapt accordingly. With Netflix dominating Western markets, you would think that applying the same model anywhere in the world would generate demand. But Azran says that being called video on demand services are where the similarities between the two platforms end. iFlix is fundamentally different because, you know, it's about connecting with a very different uh, customer segment. First of all, it requires a more localized approach. These are not the people with iPhones and credit cards and enjoy English language shows in English language. You have to connect with them emotionally in their own language. You've got to create a local brand presence. You have to understand, for example, the subtleties of um, the Bahasa Malay language in Malaysia does not translate to Bahasa in Indonesia, even though they're very similar, uh, they're different scripts or, or fonts in Myanmar, and they mean different uh, things for different contexts. Or the Arabic in North Africa doesn't really work with the Arabic in the Middle East, uh, in the Gulf area. So this requires a much more local presence, firstly, um, and being able to curate a selection of content that appeals to uh, this segment. And, and that means going far beyond the standard Hollywood offering, understanding the importance of regional content, whether that is Korean dramas, which are hugely popular here in this region, or Turkish dramas, which are uh, rapidly gaining in popularity around the world, uh, and also connecting with local content producers to be able to offer a wide range of uh, local content offering. Um, and so it's a much richer experience. 
And of course, being able to deliver that with all of the technology and infrastructure challenges uh, that are present in emerging markets. Azran and his team are crafting a highly personalized approach to content that caters to their increasingly tech-savvy audiences. By constantly innovating and trying new things, Azran says iFlix has been able to get ahead of the game and stay ahead. Besides relying on just data analytics to understand what people want to watch, we also wanted to find ways of getting people to broaden their taste. So not just defining their profiles based on um, the genres of shows that they watch, but how do we get them to experience completely new genres? And that's when we pioneered the concept of celebrity playlists because celebrity following is a big part of uh, the emerging markets culture, especially local celebrities. And so we use them as influencers. And so you can follow celebrities very much like um, you do on social media and our local celebrities talk about the shows that they watch. And it's a way for them to share these different types of shows. And then as we started moving into this concept of bringing social media elements into the television experience. Um, we're now working on even elements of social TV, where you can interact with um, either your social media friends or even the broader public, um, exchanging commentary, um, exchanging comments with your local celebrities, and even um, coming soon, uh, comments with the actors and directors were providing the backstory behind individual scenes. And this is important because not only does it create a more engaged and sticky experience for the users, because television now is no longer a passive experience that you simply watch, but you're immersed in a community around it. Despite the cultural diversity of the region, Azran says accessibility and consistent availability are driving factors in iFlix's ever-expanding audience base, an audience he is keen to learn more about. We're really fortunate that there are a lot of talented data scientists here at iFlix who are um, data mining, um, not just shows, but uh, for example, even from a marketing point of view, um, what types of consumers are uh, more likely to watch and stay and continue uh, engaging with the iFlix service day on day, month on month, uh, and even year on year? And where would they come from? Whether they're coming from uh, certain ads that we promote, whether they're coming from um, search, or whether they're coming from organic uh, means in terms of how did they first reach um, the iFlix platform. And then usually what's interesting is the first few shows that a user watches gives a lot of indication in terms of what other shows that they're most likely to watch. And therefore we can start to find patterns and showcase or recommend to them shows that they might not know exist, um, but I would likely appeal to them based on um, the profile. The main pillar of iFlix is we want to be a service that connects with this mass market consumers uh, emotionally, um, physically, you know, understanding how they use the products and culturally so that it's seen as their own brand. Uh, you know, uh, it's locally accepted. It's not, it's not sort of a Western or 
foreign product, something that they can feel it's part of their individual identity. Uh, it's always a very steep learning curve when you enter a completely new region. And so it takes a lot of patience. And mostly for me, it's nothing beats that human connection, being on the ground, uh, meeting people and, you know, people who, and sharing your vision about, you know, wanting to create this uh, global emerging markets platform. And, and so no shortcuts there, just lots of air miles. That was Azran Osman Rani, CEO of iFlix Malaysia. iFlix is now available to over 1 billion consumers in over 20 different markets. So Siva, do you think people really go out of their way to download content using public Wi-Fi? Yeah, absolutely. I think in markets where iFlix operates, majority of users are on prepaid packages for their voice as well as data. So they're very acutely aware of how much uh, data costs. And they would only use it for things like WhatsApp or text-based things, not for rich things that take a lot of megabytes of content to download. Personally, I tend to download a lot of stuff, whether they're apps or their uh, video content at home or in hotel rooms before I hop on the plane. That's how iFlex is getting market share, by fixing a problem that is an everyday reality for everyone. Which of Azran's qualities stood out most for you, Siva? I think it's his constant uh, willingness to understand and learn from the customer he's trying to serve. So he just always seems to be on a quest to sort of get in the shoes of the people that he's trying to serve with his business. And that's something that I think is, is part of his DNA and has been behind his success for many years. I like the fact that he was exhibiting a lot of cultural sensitivity, whether it was uh, related to government policies or to the way customers have different preferences based on their cultural identity. I think that's going to be the underlying success behind iFlix competing with major international competition out there. Yeah, they're really sort of understanding and, and responding to the customer experience needs of, of people here in Asia Pacific. Thanks for tuning in to Experience Makers. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe for Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. I'm your host, Siva Ganeshanandan. And I'm Janie Lim. Until next time. <laughs>